are with the Random Podcast with me, Tony Scott. You know, I spoke last week about washing your hands. Some people don't know how to wash their hands. I've observed people like in the men's room. Those that do wash their hands or say they wash their hands, they let the soap hit their hands, let the water wash it off, and they're out. That's not the way to do it. You got to get up in there, man. You got to get between the fingers and everything. I told you about this last week. You got to lather up. That's what you got to do. You got to make it happen, Cap. You just can't let the soap hit it and wash it off. Is that how you take a bath? You just let the soap hit your body and then you just rinse it off and you're done? It don't work that way, y'all. Well, you know what? How you dry your hands off matters too. Now, hot water and soap for at least 20 seconds is the norm when you wash your hands. But drying your hands is an important thing. When your hands are wet or even like damp, they pick up more germs than when they're totally dry. So if you touch something like a doorknob with damp hands, you're more likely to get sick. Studies have found that drying off with a towel also removes more germs than just washing alone does. Washing does a heavy lifting, so to speak, but the friction from the towel helps too, as long as it's clean. Now, if you're going to dry your hands with a little funky, dirty towel, well, then what was the point in the first place of washing your hands? You should use paper towels in public bathrooms if they're available. And try not to touch the door handle. Use a paper towel to open it. I've been doing that for years. Especially in these times, you really need a paper towel in your hand or in your pocket at all times. This ain't complicated, y'all. I was just talking to my mother, and she doesn't understand why people are buying all this toilet paper. I told her because people are scared, ma. They want to make sure they have all the basics they need, toilet paper being one of them, so they're like overbuying. And that's a problem for the rest of us. We're not going to completely run out of toilet paper. I mean, stocks may be depleted, but it'll come back. The Tokyo Olympics are going to be delayed for a year according to Japan's Prime Minister and IOC spokesperson Dick Pound. Yeah, there's a person named Dick Pound. told you about that a few weeks ago. Uh, Dick Pound says that we haven't got all the particulars in order yet, but what I do know is that the Tokyo Olympics 2020 are going to be next year. Where's this relief package the government's supposed to have for everybody? Hasn't happened yet. They've been going back and forth on it because they want to do more for corporations than they want to do the American people. I understand you got to do something for the corporations because if you don't, they're going to go out of business and people are going to be out of work again. I get that. But people are hurting now. And some people do have a heart. I was just uh, looking at Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. They're actors, husband and wife. And like a lot of famous people, they've got their money spread around. They own some apartment buildings in Los Angeles. Well, they just waived the rent for the entire month of April. They sent out an email to their tenants saying, don't worry about April. We'll talk about the rest later. So all the tenants are going to get a pass. My understanding is they're not going to have to make it up at some point. See, that's the thing. They're halting evictions, except for some reason at some city in Florida, I'll tell you about in a second. But they're halting evictions and things like that because they want people to relax, exhale a little bit. Don't worry about that. You're not going to get kicked out. But you are going to have to pay the money at some point, with few exceptions, that landlords are going to just forgive one month of rent for everybody. You may have to make that up in smaller increments down the road. I'm guessing here, with some exceptions. Now, in Lake Worth Beach, Florida, there was a heated exchange at a city council meeting between a city council member and the mayor and the city manager. And apparently it went viral because council member Omari Hardy slammed the Lake Worth Beach city manager, Michael Bornstein, who turned off electricity to 50 customers uh, last Tuesday before the city enacted a moratorium on utility shutoffs. Now, Omari Hardy, the council member, wanted a meeting to discuss all these things like at least a week ago. But they turned him down saying, that's nah, not a big deal right now. 
So they denied the request. Meantime, they shut off people's electricity and he's heated about it. And they were trying to tell him to calm down. And he was like, bump that. We don't need to be respectful right now because you're not respecting these people in, in their time of need. And I'm assuming in that Lake Worth Beach city that the city manager actually is the one who pulls the strings. So you got governments where the mayor is the one, right? The one who makes the decisions. And you got some forms of government where the mayor is actually the person who goes to ribbon cutting ceremonies and it's a city manager. Okay, he's the Wizard of Oz pulling the strings in the background. I think that's what goes on there. And uh, the mayor, all she could say, well, all she could do was accuse Amari Hardy of trying to stage a publicity stunt because he's running for higher office. The FBI says that white supremacists uh, are encouraging their members to spread the coronavirus to cops and Jews. Racist extremist groups, including neo-Nazis and other white supremacists, are encouraging members who contract the coronavirus to spread it to cops and Jews. The FBI alert, which went out on Thursday, told local police agencies that extremists want their followers to try to use spray bottles to spread bodily fluids to cops on the street. The extremists are also uh, directing followers to spread the disease to Jews by going to, quote, any place they may be congregated to include markets, political offices, businesses and places of worship. They won't come to the hood for that, right? They're not going to do that because they know they get the brakes beaten off of them. You're going to spray something on some folks and you think they're going to take it? Here's something that someone they've been talking about is, is this a plan? And I'm not conspiracy theorist guy, but you've got to wonder, can the president delay the election? University of North Carolina law professor Michael Gerhardt went on TMZ. He says the president does not have the power to postpone the election if the coronavirus is still out of control come fall. But the professor, his concern is about Trump trying it anyway, using the uh, the argument that people are stuck in their houses, candidates can't campaign. So what if he decides to move the election six months down the road or even longer? That's what worries Professor Gerhardt in North Carolina. What worries him also is the Supreme Court stacked in Trump's favor. I mean, the Supreme Court has not broken with Trump on any major issues. R. Kelly is practicing social distancing while locked up in jail in Chicago. His lawyer says, I think it's fair to say that he's trying to follow the same advice as the rest of us and be smart and, you know, stay away from others. Well, that's what got him in trouble. He couldn't stay away from us. He's practicing whatever level of social distancing you can practice in jail. He's probably in the worst possible situation in terms of social distancing that you could be in. They say R. Kelly's concerned after Harvey Weinstein tested positive for coronavirus. And if you hadn't heard uh, Harvey Weinstein, he was 68 years old. My daughter told me when the news broke about Harvey Weinstein, and I was like, well, he's going to catch everything he can to keep him going to jail. The actor Jeremy Renner says the coronavirus is killing his income. He wants his child support reduced. Now, hold on a second here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Jeremy Renner expected this year to be down for him financially. I mean, the Avengers movie was shot last year. He did have some other things lined up this year, but the coronavirus shut it down. So he wants to reduce his child support that he pays to his ex, Sonny Pacheco. He's paying her 30 grand a month for one child. And he wants his business managers to oversee how Sonny spends the 30K a month. He says it's for her. It's a slush fund. He wants to drop it down to, say, 11,000 a month. He says that would reasonably cover his daughter Ava's needs. The rules for child support don't apply to celebrities. The ones that apply to you and I, they don't apply to celebrities. It just doesn't work that way. I mean, I've told you before, I remember my oldest daughter, when we went to court, my first wife and myself over child support, I wanted an accounting of how she spent the money. I figured if I'm giving her the money, then I should be able to know how she spends it. And so the lawyer asked the judge, the judge was like, "Uh, no, will there be anything else? Face cracked. What? Just like that? He can just say just like, well, yeah, 
But when you're a celebrity, there's a little bit more wiggle room there. They're saying in Ohio and Texas that they have to quit doing abortions because they're not considered essential services. All non-essential services have been uh, told to shut down. Businesses, non-essential businesses, things like that. They're saying it's not medically necessary. And anti-abortion groups are calling for a nationwide ban on the majority of abortions on the grounds that they're not essential. Now, Planned Parenthood in Ohio says, we'll keep doing it, even risking fines of up to $1,000 or 180 days in jail. They're still going to go forward with it. I mean, every little thing matters right now. There's a man and his wife. They decided to take this, is it chloroquine? Phosphate. The president had been touting the, it's, it's an anti-malaria drug. He'd been saying that it's a possible solution for the treatment of coronavirus. So people have been saying, I need some chloroquine. So get me some. So they go and get some, but they're getting the wrong kind. But they don't know that. So they're taking it. Man died. His wife's in the hospital. This is in Arizona, I believe. The one they got is used to clean fish tanks. Now, scientists says we want to test this out on coronavirus, but we can't find it anywhere because people are snapping it up because this guy, this president says, hey, this might be a solution. And I had heard that before, that that may be why folks in Africa were not getting it because malaria is a, is a problem in Africa and they pass out these tablets and that's why people were not getting coronavirus, which I don't think is true. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not over there. So I don't know. I'm just guessing. But what I do know is that the falsehood that black folks can't get coronavirus because of the melanin in their skin. Well, you know what? If you believe that, then you shouldn't be allowed to do anything that adults do. You shouldn't be allowed to drive a car, buy a car, <laughs> live away from home. You shouldn't be allowed to do anything because you're that ridiculous. Stop doing that. Stop believing in everything. And the president, his little coronavirus updates are starting to get criticized because he's passing out misleading information. He's fighting with the media. He's going on on these tangents that people are leaves people scratching their heads. What the hell is he talking about? And this happens every day. I thought the vice president was in charge of the coronavirus task force. If he is, how come Trump? You know what it is. Let me tell you what it is. Just occurred to me. Pence was getting all this. I don't know why these accolades about what a great job he was doing with the uh, coronavirus task force. So the president saw that and he was like, no, no, I'm the only one to get shine over here. I'm the only one who gets shine. I bet that's what it was. Dr. Phil is dragging folks who are having affairs but won't stop having their affair during this coronavirus pandemic. He says they're selfish and immature and reckless. I mean, he went on TMZ and invented about cheaters, about college kids on spring break, about religious people cramming into churches despite the threat of the coronavirus pandemic. Dr. Phil says people need to start making sacrifices. It's for the greater good. But you know what? That's something else, too, because a lot of people on the right are saying Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick of Texas, who I believe is like a world class turd. He says that people need to get back to work and we need to start defying these rules of staying home and social distancing. That's essentially what he's saying. To save the country, be a patriot and sneeze on somebody and get them sick so they can die. Is that where we are now? The president wants the U.S. open up and just raring to go by Easter. He wants things to be the way they were by Easter. Although experts say that's not going to work. The president needs to shush, shush, let the experts talk. Here's the thing he doesn't understand. If he let everybody, the experts and the scientists, do what they know and things turn out well, he's going to get all the credit. It's always the head dog in charge who gets all the credit when something goes right or something goes wrong. But if he just stops and let them do their job and just stay out of the way, if things go right, He's going to get all the credit. 
Now, that's no way to wish for things to go wrong just so he won't get credit. We don't want that. We want things to go right. And there's some pretty cool things coming from this coronavirus outbreak, if you can classify it as such. A guy in Milwaukee, he started a GoFundMe for his birthday to raise money for local restaurants. In 18 hours, he had like $16,000. And a lot of landlords, I talked about uh, Dax and Kristen Bell, uh, about the rent thing. A lot of landlords are cutting rent or waiving it. One guy in Milwaukee left a note on his tenant's doorstep and says he's only charging him $100. And if they don't need the help, he wants them to use the extra money to support local businesses. So your rent's like 900 a month. He says, give me 100 for the month, we good. Use the other 800 to go out to eat and support businesses and things like that. That's pretty cool. A lot of people in New York have signed up for foster animals so they don't have to sit in shelters during the crisis. 36% of people in a new survey said they've spoken to their loved ones more than usual these past two weeks. And 64% of people agree it's pulled their community together in a lot of ways. A couple in New York didn't want to wait to get married, so they stood on the street while a friend officiated from the window of his apartment on the fourth floor. Friends were watching from a distance or from a car. (laughs) That's kind (laughs) of cool. A seven-year-old in Maryland named Kavanaugh Bell took $600 he'd saved up from two birthdays and three Christmases, and he used the money to hand out 31 hot meals and 65 care packages to seniors. Pretty cool. I was kind of heartbroken when to find out that Kenny Rogers passed away. I always call him Kenny. It's actually Kenny. Kenny Kenny Rogers was 81. He had been in hospice, so he'd been sick for a little while. And he had been in the music business for over 60 years. My favorite song from Kenny Rogers, Lady. It was sung at my wedding when I married my wife. So the scientist who stopped Ebola says that we could stop coronavirus in this country with a five-week national lockdown. This is a guy who, who used strategy to help stop the spread of Ebola in West Africa in 2014. He says, quoting, now the fastest and even the only way to contain coronavirus in the U.S. would be a five-week national lockdown. But right now, not enough states are on lockdown. And people aren't taking social distancing serious enough. So the virus is going to spread. Rand Paul. Isn't Rand Paul, like by trade, like a medical doctor of some sort? So he's tested positive for coronavirus. And a couple of things about that. One is I read today where he didn't tell anybody in his office that he tested positive. So he may have infected those people that work in his office who took that home and may have infected people at the house or wherever else they went. And the other thing is, why was he working out at the gym at the Capitol? Why? You're infected. Or you know you've been exposed to someone. The other question is, why was that gym even open? All the other gyms in America have been shut down. Why is that one open? There's a sense of privilege there that I think doesn't play well with the American people. Hey, 30% of people say their day has been ruined because they didn't realize they had food stuck in their teeth. It's a problem. I got a gap. And yeah, there's food in there. But I'm at a point in my life where, you know what? It is what it is, man. I hope I don't spit it on you. But if it's there, if you're not going to say something and I don't know what's there, what am I supposed to do? Some of the things that people did without realizing they had food stuck in there, 7% say it took a family picture. First date, I could see where that's a problem. Gave a speech. Well, okay. Because if you're too close to the audience and that little piece of lettuce flies out of your mouth, somebody's getting hit with shrapnel. How about 5% who say a job interview with food in your teeth? A wedding picture, 4%. And 5% of people had sex without realizing there was food stuck in their teeth. Well, that's unfortunate. (laughs) That's that's really unfortunate. Hey, big ups to uh, Rihanna. Her foundation has donated $5 million for coronavirus relief. 
That's pretty cool. Khloe Kardashian and her ex, her baby daddy, Tristan Thompson, apparently decided to quarantine together. They have a little girl, right? True. True Thompson. And they broke up because Khloe's sister's BFF apparently messed around with Tristan Thompson. Insiders. Boy, those insiders get around, don't they? They say that Khloe has a soft spot for him. Could you be quarantined with an ex? Could you do that? Could you self-quarantine with an ex? No. <laughs> not ain't going to happen. That's not going to happen, man. Kevin Hart says one time he pooped on himself while he was on stage. He says he ate some bad chicken. This was in Scandinavia. This is what he says. I got food poisoning. I end up pooping on myself on stage. He didn't say pooping. I don't know what it was, man. I think we ate some raw chicken. And he wouldn't cancel the show. He wanted to soldier through it. So he had some ginger ale and sat on the toilet right until right before showtime. He goes on and everything's going good until he got to the last seven minutes. And then bluegish, bluegish, he felt his stomach. He was like, oh, no, don't do this to me. Come on, Kevin, finish. I go to tell my joke. I can't end the show because I'm in the middle of the joke. I start trying to speed through the joke. I can't do it. And I'm cramped up to the point where I can't even walk. So I'm holding this tight pose while I got the microphone and I said, bleep it. And he pooped on himself on stage. Went to the bathroom, threw the drawers in the trash, left the venue. <laughs> hey, it happens. Lonnie Love was on The Real. And, you know, she dates a white guy named James Welsh. So what? Okay, I get it. But she says sometimes she forgets that he's a white guy, even when they're having sex. Everybody knows I used to be happily single for a long time. Then I started dating a guy. His name is James, and he's mm -hmm. white. And when we first started dating, um, I remember like one of the first times we started having sex, we did it from the back, right? Mm -mm. And I forgot he was white. Uh, and I looked back, and I said, who the f who's this <laughs> white man? Yeah, he's <laughs> white. I, no, I actually do forget. Seriously? Who forgets that? Come on. Hey, Tyler Perry went on... T.I.'s Expeditiously podcast, and he talked about the criticism he gets of wearing a dress when he plays Medea. And he says, I'm not a man that enjoys wearing a dress. For me, as an actor, it's a costume. If somebody goes to Walmart to work, they put on their uniform. For me, that's putting on a uniform. Going out, making people laugh, lifting them up, encouraging them, and the good that it does for so many people. I've heard people make comments about Tyler Perry liking wearing dresses. First of all, you don't know Tyler Perry. Second of all, it is a role he's playing. Y'all didn't say that about Flip Wilson back in, I know I'm dating myself. When he did Geraldine, hell, he put on pantyhose and everything, just like Tyler Perry. Nobody said nothing back then because they knew it was a joke. It's the gay agenda. Shut up. Stedman Graham is quarantining by himself in the guest house at Oprah's place, or their place, actually. Uh, Stedman, who's 69 years old, uh, and Oprah, who's 66. Oprah went on Instagram Live. She said Stedman had recently been traveling on business, and she decided this was the best thing. He's at the guest house because you all know I had pneumonia late last year. I had just gotten off of antibiotics last week because I had a bronchial infection. And she says Stedman was a bit surprised at how cautious she was having him isolate. Stedman's like, what's the procedure for coming home? And she said, the procedure is you ain't coming to sleeping in my bed. That's the procedure. <laughs> I get it. And he did too because he is still, they leave the meals right outside the door at the guest house. That's not too far from the main house. I saw a little video about that. The vice president shared his experience of taking the coronavirus test. He's saying the test is quick, but it goes a fair amount into the sinuses and it's not comfortable. So apparently they take the, a swab a, on a long stick, you know, like a Q-tip, but it's extra long and they shove it up your nose. He says that is probably a good opportunity to say again to any American looking on. If you do not have symptoms, you do not need the test. Let doctors decide that. Can we do that? 
Him and his wife underwent testing after one of his staff members tested positive. Now, Chrissy Teigen is not here from Mike Pence, and she posted her response on Twitter. My vagina was ripped to my a-hole, giving birth to Luna. <laughs> she says, F your swab pain. They had to put a garbage bag at the end of the bed to collect my blood before stitching me up, where I, then I had to pee using a water bottle as a pain found for three months. So, yeah, the swab, I bet it's super rough. Chrissy, did we need that? Did we need that much information about you, Puddin'? I don't think we did. Have you been following this Andrew Gillum story? Was he set up? Andrew Gillum, the former mayor of Tallahassee, former candidate for governor of Florida, for some reason wound up in a hotel room with a man and apparently drugs, or so it seems. And a picture came out of a naked Andrew Gillum that was for the world to see, unconscious. And they say the other guy was an escort who reportedly was also naked. I don't know if he was set up or not. I want to believe he was because I like Andrew Gillum. But I think his political career is over. I hope his wife is understanding. That's a tough one to come back from. But the other side of this is that police in Miami Beach have started an internal investigation of how this news became public because supposedly conservative commentator Candace Owens broke the story on her personal Twitter when she posted the police report. How did she get that? Miami Beach Police Department spokesman Ernesto Rodriguez said in a statement, it is unknown how the report was shared, and yes, it is being looked at. About the incident, he says, we responded to a medical call, narcotics, although in plain view, were not in physical possession of anyone inside the room. The officers chose to impound the narcotics. Their narcotics supposedly, reportedly, was crystal meth and possibly cocaine. I don't know if you come back for something like that. I mean, I hope he does, but whoo, man, that's brutal. So Future's baby mama's putting him on blast over an invasion of privacy claim. His alleged baby mama is bringing receipts. It's a lawsuit Future filed against her. She calls his invasion of privacy suit laughable. Eliza Serafin filed legal papers and laid out bullet point after bullet point why she thinks Future's lawsuit should be dismissed. Eliza says Future's argument that had he known Eliza would kiss and tell, he would have never slept with her is BS because... If he didn't want to get caught up in a paternity case, quoting, he should have wrapped it up. That's what she says, but he didn't, which means now he's got his seventh case of baby mama drama. Eliza claims future can't call Aaron his dirty laundry through a paternity case invasion of privacy because his sexual escapades with a bunch of other women with whom he's father kids with are all documented and widely reported on the Internet and discussed on social media. It is unknown why he would think this one would be any different. Eliza also said if Future didn't want her talking about their sex life, he should just take the paternity test. She says it should be noted that while Future has not admitted to being the child's father, he hasn't denied it either. And I told you a week or so ago that a judge told him he had two opportunities to take a paternity test. If he didn't, there were going to be consequences and ramifications, according to the judge. And the judge also says, I'm going to need your financials. We about to sort this out. So as far as famous people go with this coronavirus, Andy Cohen, Placido Domingo, Prince Albert of Monaco, of course, Harvey Weinstein, the keyboard player from Bon Jovi, have all tested positive for coronavirus. Debbie Mazar from Goodfellas and Entourage, she's got coronavirus. The Bachelors, Colton Underwood, Idris Elba, Idris' wife, Sabrina, Rand Paul, I told you about that. And Republicans Mike Lee and Mitt Romney are self-quarantining because they've been around Rand Paul lately. No symptoms. They say one of the new symptoms may be a lack of what smell, but it all circles back to best practices that start with washing your hands. And like I told you at the beginning of the podcast, 
Drying your hands is important too. All right, we'll leave it right there. The Random Podcast comes out every Wednesday. Hosted by myself, Tony Scott. Shout out to Podcast Suites for providing this incredible facility to do the podcast. And also shout out to Allison Seymour and Mark Clark. Allison and Mark have their own app where you can download for free and get content such as this podcast and other great content on there too. It cost you anything other than time and you'll be entertained, trust me. You can reach me on all things social media at Tony Scott Media. The podcast itself is on iHeart, Apple, Google, Spreaker, Stitcher, Spotify, and many others. Just search Random with Tony Scott. Take care of yourself. We'll talk again soon.